Hey, you found a little bonus episode from our series Speaking with Shadows, the podcast that listens to the stories that history forgot. I'm Josie Long, and today we're hearing more from my visit to Portchester Castle in Hampshire. In the last episode, we traced the story of the black prisoners of war who were held at Portchester during the French Revolutionary Wars in 1796 and 1797. About 10 years later, a remarkable theatre was set up within the castle by French prisoners of the Napoleonic Wars. A sand installation in the keep that runs until November 2019 now links the two stories. Drawing on two plays written by the French prisoners, the installation invites new perspectives on the story of the black Caribbean prisoners who were incarcerated here. We talked to the artist Elaine Michener, as well as to Kate Astbury, who worked with historian Abigail Coppins on this research. My name's Kate Astbury. I'm Professor of French Studies at the University of Warwick. My name is Elaine Michener and I'm an artist and musician and responsible for the sound installation at Porchester Castle. We're sitting here at the moment just outside the keep while we watch families have their picnics and school parties <laughs> traipse up and down the steps. We've been talking about this project for well over a, a year. Of years. Yeah, a couple yeah. of years. And I'm really interested in the fact that history is often written by the victor and it's the ordinary people who are disregarded, yet it's the ordinary people who do extraordinary things that changes history as well. I had a research grant from the Arts and Humanities Research Council to look at French theatre of the Napoleonic era. And as part of that, I had a PhD student working on prisoner of war theatre. Obviously, uh, Portrait is the most extravagant example of prisoner of war theatre of the Napoleonic period. My principles are unwavering. The French people through the organ of its representatives, has invested me with my authority, and I am answerable to them alone. I want really to draw people into the areas of the castle. You will hear music in the theatre space, which is drawn from a play called Rosaliska, which was used for the overture of this play, and it was written by one of the later prisoners who was a composer and went back to France. And I just tried to imagine the prisoners just settling to hear. And also those who were invited to come and see it, which is people of Portchester who paid tickets to come and experience these melodramas, which is rather fantastic, actually. As you move within that first space with the well inside the keep, there is what I call a corridor. There you will hear the opening speech by the character Spartacus, who is an enslaved African on the island of Saint-Domingue, and it's from the play The Revolutionary Philanthropist. And he talks about being all men are born free and equal. It's a propaganda play. It is a propaganda it? place, so that's, and, that, and that's, it's propaganda from the white colonial perspective. Absolutely, I'm into subverting things anyway, so you can hear that being said by two actors, a man and a woman. I felt it was very important that people understood that men and women were part of this revolution. Liberty. Equality. I no longer recognise distinctions of colour, and I declare to you that prejudice will no longer despoil this land. Through to the other room, 
there's an ambient sound of of a tropical forest and a wood fire burning and I, I wanted to evoke that sense of memory of those French prisoners who arrived from the Caribbean in the winter and what a huge shock that must have been to them and the actual fact that there would have been a fire burning in the fireplace so that crackles away and then there's in the corner of that room you will hear the names of some of those who are in the registry and they're just spoken soldier thomas laroche soldier jean-francois soldier dieu donné soldier jean carrère soldier Carnie, soldier. Papé, soldier. The list of the names, you can hear them upstairs, and that's accompanied by a big drum sound known as guaca from Martinique, and it's part of this big drum tradition which is across the Caribbean and originates from West Africa, and it's one of the, the things that has survived the history of the Caribbean and I find that rather remarkable and it's shared, it's a shared heritage and it was seen as being very dangerous because it was also a way of conveying messages through drumming. The prisoners were released from Portchester and sent back, in inverted commas, to France. Obviously they'd never set foot in France. They were from the Caribbean but they were French so they were sent to France um, and they were sent to, the, the men were sent to the Ile d'Aix and garrisoned there, and the women were held on the mainland, and they wrote to the Minister of the Interior in Paris to say that they were destitute and could something be done, and the Ministry sends the letter back to the region and says, we do need to sort out payment for these women. Um, But we also get some great letters complaining that they're trying to inveigle their way onto the ferry to get back across to see their menfolk. So they're pretending they have dispatches from the general in order to, to wheedle their way onto the ferry. You? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> um, and, and so there's a, we have this fantastic letter that says, you, can you just watch out? These women are trying to get back to the garrison by claiming <laughs> they've got dispatches from the governor. Um, just gives you an indicator, just a tiny flavour of how incredibly resourceful these women were, how all of the prisoners were, actually. Yes. These are really amazing revolutionaries who are prepared to take things into their own hand and... Um, and not prepared to just passively sit there and be separated from their menfolk, but will go to whatever lengths it takes to stay together. Absolutely. It's really inspiring, and it feels very contemporary as well, Um, just the way that they're described. I think they're described as refugees at some point, and the papers are being examined and scrutinised, and they write papers, and you hear it's all the bureaucracy around it. I feel encouraged that it has come to the fore now, and I feel very proud and privileged to have been able to work with this material, work in this space and to actually reassess what English heritage means in a wider way. Soldier. Soldier. Edouard. Jean-Marie. Soldier. Soldier. Louis. Opera. Soldier. Soldier. Augustin Camus. Joseph Soldier. Postillon. Bernardin. Soldier. Soldier. Maigrinier. Soldier. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Speaking With Shadows. If you subscribe on your podcast app, you'll get the next one automatically.
I'm Josie Long, and you can find out more about this and other amazing stories at english-heritage.org.uk forward slash speaking with shadows.